Some things just go together. Friday nights and live music, bacon and you name it. Park and you. Because if you're headed back to school to earn your degree, Park University provides experienced faculty plus world-class learning resources to get you on the path to success. Park University, Park U. Classes for the spring term begin January 15th at all four KC area locations. Visit park.edu to learn more. Welcome to episode nine of the Arts and Casey podcast, presented by the Northland Symphony. I'm John Coster. I'm with Jim Murray. Hello, everyone, and this is our last podcast for the calendar year. That's right. Not for our season, That's just right. for 2017. That's right. So you can be semi-sad because there'll be, be a, a little break weeks. here for the yeah, holidays. Yeah, we we need one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, thank you to Park University for being our sponsor for this uh, podcast episode, and thank you to everybody that came out for the holiday concert. Absolutely. How much fun was that? Did you have a good time, John? I did. I, I like the two. I, you know, the thing I like best about the two concert format is the break in between. Because of the food? Yeah. <laughs> we, we get, some, we get yeah, some great food. We get some great food. But orchestra played great. Thanks, everybody. Fun time for all. Yeah. So. Great choirs. We are now, exactly. So we are going to, today is a special, we're, we're ending the year on a very light yes. note. And something that's very near and dear to my heart, and that is holiday music. I love Holiday music. Which is something I really did not know about John Costa. I love holiday music. And so we're going to talk about it. And we're just going just gonna to kind of rap for a little while about I'm it. very curious to hear I've what got you some have thoughts. to say. I've All got right. some thoughts. Right. So right after uh, this holiday music break, we'll be right back. Besides the fact that I forgot my sleigh bells again, I'm very excited to talk about holiday music. And this is another one of those situations where I really don't know what we're talking about. I know we're talking about holiday music, but I'm just going to let John take the lead here. Well, I think in general, I'll, I'll be honest, that I had no real way or real like plan for talking about this. Right. I mean, I've been listening to holiday music since the beginning of November, like pretty much after Halloween. You're one of those guys. I'm, I'm on to it. Now, the trees, the tree wasn't up or anything super okay. early, right. but Just the music, the music. All right. I can listen to all, all right. of it. And here, and then, so, but then I discovered why, Jim. Is this and your epiphany? This is my epiphany. Excellent. Okay. So be ready. I am sitting I down. down. I am ready. Christmas holiday, excuse me, holiday music okay. is the perfect combination of the classical and popular genres. Okay? Okay, that's a pretty impressive thesis statement. Okay. It, and this is why. Or hypothesis. Exactly. And this is why. It combines sampled music, meaning music that is out there that everybody pretty much knows, with many artists, stylist, stylistic varieties, yes. with tunes and melodies that the masses can hear, understand, and appreciate. So when we've talked in the past yes. about how do you discover classical music yes. that you like, because I like this this composer yes. stuff, but I don't like this. Cla- holiday music is the 
music world's answer to this question, okay? Where you've got melodies and songs that are simple enough for people to understand and really know. Right, right, you, right. right. You, you know Jingle Bells, everybody knows it. Right. It's not the most complex thing, nope. it's not the most, but everybody knows it, so that when Mariah Carey sings Jingle Bells, mm-hmm. right, and the Morbin Tabernacle Choir mm-hmm. sings Jingle Bells... It's gonna be different. I can appreciate and like and dislike both and consistently discover new things about the same types of right. music in the same way that we can discover new types yes, of classical Yes, but I music. wouldn't say that the holiday music will lead you to concert hall classical music. I disagree. Okay, well, I will, I will say that you're exactly right in your description um, that most of the music that we play tends to be medleys mm-hmm. or variations based on familiar tunes. Um, and really, like, my philosophy is that's what a holiday pop concert should be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle of all the chaos and craziness of the holiday season, it's a little respite, about an hour, to uh, hear tunes that you know and you love, presented in interesting ways, um, and uh, you go on with your you go on with your your day. Um, and you know, even when I mentioned in the earlier podcast about you know, um, The Nutcracker Suite by Duke Ellington. Well, that's the same thing, right? I know, I know, I, I'm interested. So I, I tend to seek out a lot of, like, jazz arrangements of things, but it's the same concept, but still, which is why when I, when you talk about holiday music, it's not enough to say that you like, um, you know, Silent Night. Whose Silent Night do you like? Right, so let's use that Duke Ellington example. Okay. So I can listen to the Christmas version of Duke Ellington as you suggested and yes. if I like it which I would think I probably would you, I was excited to listen to it you're right? going to like it then I'm going to be more inclined to say like oh you know what I should just search Duke Ellington and listen to more standardized stuff that he did and I would argue that that while not quite as easily applicable to classical right. music music is the same thing so right. and I would use the Morbid Tabernacle Choir maybe as the example of that where they write a lot of, they take a lot of very simple pieces that are traditionally simple pieces, and they arrange them in right. very impressive, blown up, yes. full on, you know, handbells and choirs yes. and full orchestra ways. Mm-hmm. That if I was not, um, if I was not predisposed to liking that, I could say, well, that was pretty cool. Like I would never, you know, never think to listen to an orchestra. I wonder what else I could go out and find that might. You know, it might be similar to that, um, right? It, or or different, you know, choir types yeah. of things that are more vocal in nature, right? Um, and that kind of thing. So I would argue that you can, while it's not as easy on the classical right. side for right. reasons we've discussed in earlier podcasts, right? Um, yeah. It's still possible you, to do. You that. don't have. It's not like I'm going to be playing a Beethoven arrangement of Jingle Bells, right? That just doesn't exist. No. Right? So although, how awesome would that uh, be? Right. That's that's why holiday music is so great. You can take, <laughs> you can com- literally combine the best. Like, I, I get that people get burnt out by holiday music. Yeah, totally understand. I understand that. Especially if you just listen to the radio because they only play like the A same small, right, forty yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But there are so many different versions of things that you can find. Now, I'm the type of person that I can listen to like five different versions of the same song in really close. Proximity. Court. Yeah, right. proximity to each other. But that's because you're comparing and contrasting them. Right. And, but it also, and I like them all. Like, I like all five right, of them. Right, right, right. For different, for different reasons. I like uh, Pentatonix does some great sure. Christmas stuff. There, you know, the, for mm-hmm. those who don't know, there's it's five a cappella singles or uh, singers, and they, it's completely without instruments, and they arrange stuff in really, I think, unique ways. Yeah. Um, 
but obviously more of a tabernacle, tabernacle choir I've mentioned, but Trans Siberian Orchestra, Trans Siberian Orchestra, Mannheim Steamroller. Like, I mean, these one. are all classics yeah. that people know, yeah. but yeah, it's, yeah. Like I don't, I don't, uh, yeah. I don't see why anybody hates holiday music. That that bothers me. Like I, I get why some people get burned out on certain songs. Yeah, or sure, like, sure. Yeah. Oh, like Mariah or you know Mariah Carey. I hear that song like every yes. single day or whatever. Okay, fine, I get it. Yeah. But that shouldn't mean you hate holiday music like holiday music is what makes people happy like how can you not smile when you hear some you know great medley of like i don't understand it i, just I don't understand i i have no answer for that i have no answer for that but i do think um one possible avenue for that is that one of the things that holiday music does more than any other music we do be it Movie, movie, movie music or classical music is there's a sense of nostalgia, and so there's a timelessness to some of that music, um, and it it transports people back to generally happy memories. Right. Um, it's you emotional. Know, yeah, the Christmas song, or you know, um, I'll be home for Christmas, which was popular during the war years. You know, and and you know, it. You know, music has that ability to transport you in time and space that that other things do not. I think smell also has part of that because, yeah. like, you can, you know, particularly recipes or certain scents can remind you of a place you lived or a time in your life. But man, when it comes to the holiday music, that is that it, nostalgia is right in there with what everybody's feeling and what people like. And and I think for some, that the sense of nostalgia may not always always be happy. So you, that, that's true. I, I I if you've got bad Christmas, right. You know. Or you voodoo know, in your in your first, family. First I totally Christmas get without that. a loved one. Yeah. Or, I totally get know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, I just think you know, as a rule, right? You know, right, right. Um, so let me ask you this, and we might already know the answer based on some of your previous. But if you had to, <laughs> if you had to limit your Christmas music to a single genre, oh yeah, what would it be? It'd be jazz. Jazz, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if it's, would it be Duke Ellington? No, just, um, variety. And that's the thing. I mean, that that's why you have to have this conversation because jazz, jazz is another problem term. What is what is right. jazz? Um, but I, I certainly probably spend some time on it. Yeah, but I would say I would define it as like you know, there's some great Lionel Hampton stuff. There's some great Dizzy Gillespie stuff. There's some great um, you know big band era, maybe a little bit of bebop. That kind yeah. of late '40s '50s window. Of time, but I like some I modern. Some good big band. Christmas yeah, there is some great big band Christmas stuff, and but like modern artists like Diana Krall has a great uh, uh, pianist singer um, album out, um, and even Pink Martini is a group that I don't think we've talked about here yet, but it's a great group and it's kind of got a world music vibe, and they have some really different takes on holiday tunes. And I think because I've performed holiday music so much, and I I love the holiday concert. I. And I love it primarily because of the kids. We talked about that before, and and I love having the opportunity. But, but the music is fun, and and uh, the orchestra, you know, enjoys playing it, and we have a good time. And I think we have a lot of fun in general as an ensemble during that concert. Um, I really do love that music. But um, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna seek something out to listen to, because I'm because I'm involved in the creation and production of that music so much, I need to do. I need to, it needs to be different. For me to for me to appreciate it and have it do for me what it does for you, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, so. I think mine would probably be classical. Uh, yeah, kind of symphonic, orchestral. Yeah, only because there's so much. Well, one because that's I think at its height that's my favorite, but also yeah. because you can be fairly wide in yeah. variety yeah, as absolutely. far as how you arrange. You know, you could have 
It's quiet. Yeah, and you can have like a Latin inspired section or yeah, absolutely. Well, it allows for a lot of variety. Yeah. Um, I think like I mean this is kind of connected to some of the other things we've talked about. The other you know that's great that you listen to holiday music in November. You know, I tend to be listening to it in July when I'm trying to see if there's any new pieces I want to order for the orchestra and that kind of thing. And then I also kind of have to assess these pieces to, on, on basically what we talked about. You know, yeah. is it gonna is it gonna do what we need it to do? And and you know, we haven't even talked about you know programming a concert with 14 short pieces versus one that has four pieces on it is a whole other ball game about flow from piece to piece. Right. You know, do you do you if you're going to do two medleys, you got to make sure the same tunes not in both medley. I mean, it it sounds kind of silly, but it takes a lot of time and effort to make sure that you've got a flow that works and you're not duplicating things and you're not playing the you know same stuff every year to drive the orchestra crazy. Except for Sleigh Ride, which we do every year because the state law requires it. That's right. Um, yeah, I think if I listened to Christmas music in July, I'd have like a three-week period where like I couldn't. Yeah. Now, fortunately, to it. I don't have to listen to a lot. I'm really, <laughs> I really am only seeking out new music, and that's a pretty small window. Yeah. So, but. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So. I don't know that there's a lot else to say other than it's awesome. And if you I would, don't like it, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> well, what I, I would say this, and this kind of goes along with the theme with what the composers were saying, right? Um, listen to more of it. Yeah. Widen your... I will you know, say, so... Get we, out of that 90-minute loop dissed, that you hear. We've dissed Pandora. We've dissed some of these other, <laughs> like, listening algorithms before. I will say... This is, uh, yeah. they, they're extremely effective in this mm -hmm. genre because it's so easy to yeah. say, like, I want Morbid Tabernacle Christmas. I like solo singers. I like ensembles. Right. I like it will find, ins instrumental holiday yeah, music. It, if you have a type of music you like, mm -hmm. there is a Christmas version of it that a lot of people have done, and it will find it for you and start sprinkling in stuff that you have not heard before. Uh, well, and for that matter, I would say, you know, um, one of the things I've branched into a little bit more, and, and not a lot of groups do it for obvious reasons, but like... Um, Coldplay has a great Christmas song. U2 has a couple great Christmas songs. And, you know, and they're deep cut tracks. You don't, they're not the first thing you think of when Coldplay comes up or whatever, but they're, yeah. some re they're really good, you know, and it's a different take on things. So I just think, you know, if you, if, you, know, if, you're, if you listen to that 90-minute track loop over and over again for 30 days, don't do it. Yeah. Add some new stuff to it. There's so many easy, free ways to find, you know, if you don't like it, click next, you know? Yeah. But but I think you can. This is an easy way to start trying to broaden your. Yeah. This your genre spectrum. is too good to be limited to the ninety minutes that radio puts on. That's it. right. And it's That's the right. same ninety minutes every right. year. Right. They don't. You know. Maybe and you also hear song. it in the stores, and you hear it in the restaurants, and you hear it, there's there's that may, probably maybe if you put it all together, maybe all of two two hours and a little bit more music, yeah. but you get ninety. You know, paired together in different ways. Um, so yeah, I mean, and and again, I will say this. Um, kind of the other theme is that hearing things live is completely different. And yep. stuff that you know that you've heard a hundred times on the radio will sound so much more powerful when you're there and a 65-piece orchestra rocks it. Yeah, I so. agree. All right, that's all we're, that's all we're going to, I think yeah, my, my I feel good about over. it. So I feel, like, I feel like we've vindicated my thesis. <laughs> I think your thesis is, is well on its way to being a scholarly research project by somebody who's listening to this right now. I agree. So Good uh, luck with that, whoever you are. <laughs> that's right. Remember Feel free to, to reach out to me. Remember to cite your sources, and you can interview John Costner. That's right. So we'll be right back with a holiday version Joy of Casey Picks.
Alright, we're back, like I said, for a holiday version. So it's gonna be a little different. Yeah. Uh, it's not, you know, yeah. You know, we're yeah, trying yeah. to holiday it up. It's the last one of the year we're bailing it in. Um Okay, so instead of doing, like, uh, the event that's coming up or anything, we're just going to do our favorite Casey holiday tradition. Right. And mine is kind of it's kind of all-encompassing. So I started with ice skating at Crown Center because yeah. I do, you know, I'm not a, an ice skater. But it's se. the whole thing. Right. But then yeah. I realized then I realized it tied into when I played violin in my mom's studio, we would go down and play holiday sure. music. And, and then I realized, really, it's just Crown Center. So, like, being okay. at Crown yeah. Center. Yeah. All the decorations. All the decorations. The ice skating. That's a good one. You. No matter when you're down there this time of year, someone's performing yep, something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's often children performing stuff yep. or you know small choirs and stuff performing. So you get the you get the music in the background and it's live and you got all the shopping that you're doing. Santa's probably there sometimes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think it was I what I realized as I was doing it, it was just the whole crowd you know going it's, to Crown yeah, Center during the sense. holidays. The lights are up the, up on all the trees outside and it's, yep. you got the mayor's Christmas tree that you can see. Um, so. That would I would say go to, going to Crown Center. In the so holidays. see, I would say I would I'm, I would say something similar because my original thought, obviously, I already picked this as one of my events, right? The light plaza lights, like the actual lighting of the mm-hmm. lights. But maybe it's not so much that for me, but it's just the plaza at that time of year, right? Even you're just little, driving through, yeah, or shopping yeah. or walking, or because yeah. you also get you get you know carolers are there and you get all the decorations and right. festive mood, and so maybe it. You know, I was going to say the plaza lights. But I think it's more than that. I think it's the whole, yeah. what that represents. At least once a year in December, we will drive out of our way yeah. to drive through the Absolutely. plaza. Absolutely, yeah. Even Absolutely. if we have no intention of stopping. Just and to, I think just most people do that. So yeah. I think, you know, and I think also what I like about the Plaza Lights, as far as I know, is that's pretty unique to Unique to Kansas City. I don't know other places that not not to the extent. I mean, it's yeah. got it's it's now citywide. Like every shopping right, right. center does it. Like right. I don't think there's any other city that does it quite to the extent right. that we do, and that's because of the Plaza Lights. Right, exactly. So, yeah. so we were influential when it came to ho- celebrating the holidays. That's right. That's right. So this one, I think, there's going to be some contention on. So, <laughs> so this is favorite holiday song, and I will. I'll start because I'm well, already... Well, and I think you should because you have a very clear right, opinion. I'm already hedging my bets a little bit. So the piece that you've been hearing throughout the podcast bumper in the, between the breaks is the Christmas Festival Overture. And it is, By Leroy Anderson. And it's one of my favorite um, holiday pieces. It might be one of the greatest constructed medleys in this genre. Yeah. That, at the end when... You have the horns doing the piece with everything, like yep. all that, da, 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 at the end, which you'll hear at the end of this podcast. And you, and you know you can have choir with it, too, optional choir. Oh, I didn't know Oh, that. you should check that out. Yeah. What do they sing? Do they, they sing, sing the, the horns? Hem. Yeah, they, no, well, they sing, they'll, they'll sing whatever. With yeah, the horns? They, I don't know what they do at the end, because I, I must always do it without choir, but. Yeah, because the horns right. are doing O Come yeah. Faithful. i got to think they're double would, the yeah. horns. Yeah, so you get a lot of. Oh, but there's another layer. Oh, I love me some layers. You know this yeah. about and, me. And, like, and, and that's what's going on, is that he's putting multiple Christmas tunes together yeah. in a way that works. But when I say it's one of the best constructed medleys, from a conductor's point of view, like the transitions it are flows. seamless. It, yeah, it's amazing. I never am stressed out about it. Tempos flow. 
meter flows, the choice of songs, and, and order this is not, flows. and this is one we don't do in North Symphony yeah. very much because it contains it takes so everything. Many. If right. you do it, you've lost like <laughs> you ten other pieces. It. It's like you have to put it in like yeah. a completely yes. holiday concert just yeah. so that you can fit it in. Yeah, but, I mean, we should have you should have listed everything in that medley because it's got to be at least eleven pieces of music. Yeah, it's, at least. it's insane, and it's a, it's a, it's seven eight minutes. It's, a, it's, it's like ten. 10, yeah. 10. and so and so we won't well, play there's twenty five percent of my holiday program right there. Right, and so and that's and the reason I didn't select. It's my favorite song is because it is a medley. Yeah. It's not really fair, right, right. I don't think, to say that that's a favorite right. song. So that's what you've been hearing, and you'll hear the grand finale that we just discussed as we close up the podcast. So don't turn it off. Like, no, let no, it no. go. Let okay? it go. It's, let it go. It's, it'll be worth it. Yes. So my the song that I chose, so that's not the song I chose. <laughs> the song that I chose. <laughs> I feel chose, like you're cheating here a little bit. Well, I said I was hedging. Okay. But I did choose a singular song. Then I'm But you might too. also call this cheating. So, okay. This is called the song I'm choosing is Angels from the Reels, not Realms, Reels oh. of Glory. Okay. okay. So this is a song, I don't know if it was commissioned for them, but I'm pretty sure that people within that organization wrote it. The, the Mormon Tabernacle. Back Choir. to the Mormon Tabernacle. I know. Choir. I know. Now, we get into family traditions. We watch, so KCPT yeah, shows the. Shows mm-hmm. the, I think it's actually the previous year. Yeah, because yeah. They always, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, they, and they show the previous year's. A concert. It's about forty-five right. minutes or an hour that they show, and that's we. My family watches that every Christmas Eve, so that's a tradition. So yes, right. I'm very familiar with this this particular choir. But this is the song they close out their concert with every year, and it's basically um, the same tune, "Angels from the Realms of Glory," but or uh, Hark the Herald Angels sing. No, it's um, "Angels We Have Heard on High" okay. is the tune. It's a lot of I think the words from Realms of Glory and All kind right. of mis- mm-hmm. mismatch and stuff, but it's. And they always have a soloist, and they have yeah. a big soloist part. I'm pretty of sure they have their own like staff arrangers that do all of that. They they very they much have the orchestra. Do. They the, very yeah. much do, and it's got all the which is my way of saying, John, I can't get that music, so don't ask me. I'm not. I'm not. I would, we, we couldn't play it. Like <laughs> we, there's, we need like two thousand more people to yeah. play it. Um, but here's here's a taste of it, and I think you'll see why I at least if you I think by now you all know my musical style and taste. <laughs> I think you'll see why I like this piece. Pretty spectacular. Um, so go go find it. It's on every single one of the Christmas CDs. <laughs> one. But the great thing is, is there's, a lot of, there's a lot of different versions. Because one they did with David Archuleta, who's a tenor. Then right. they did with Alfie Bow, who's a, more of a baritone bass. Mm-hmm. And they did, you know, so every year it's a little bit different. And, and uh, so it's like, find the one. They're like playing to uh, you, John. I know. They are I playing know. to you. I love holiday music. <laughs> Except for the piece that Jim picked, go ahead. Well, okay, so this is this is tough because I don't I don't have a I don't have a favorite per se. So I struggled with this, and so I think about like like when we're doing our concerts and kind of what I like and I like a I mean I like a lot of stuff. I love the Charlie Brown stuff, right? I love the uh, boring because it's jazz. That's, I mean that's yeah. part of it, right? We are we are being true to ourselves, yeah, right? We are. Um, 
I love, um, you know, your mean one, Mr. Grinch, and kind of that kind of nostalgic childhood stuff. Um, but uh, the song I picked was uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Um, and I think this is why I picked it. I like the arrangement that we do. The one we do with Northern Yeah, Sunday. it has a little waltz in the middle. It has a nice little That's brass true. section. That's true. Um, so you I, smile. Now that I think, now that I'm picturing that. Well, it's also our penultimate piece. Well, right, but you always you always smile during the waltz when the sleigh bells and stuff come in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could see the yeah. enjoyment on yeah. your face as we're playing it. So I guess yeah. it makes so I think, you know, I, you know, I'm not sure if it's my favorite, like Jim Murray's personal favorite, but I really like... I love programming it. I love where where we put it in the program. I think it's really great to accomplish what we want, and I just really love that arrangement. I also, you know, the other arrangement I really love that we do is Hark the Herald Angels, that we do as an opener sometimes, the like Mendelssohn arrangement, yeah. or Mendelssohn Ricketts arrangement. That's a great opener, and brass, and fanfare and yeah, suspended symbol yeah <laughs> of course you well, know you sorry, know well yeah that's, I because mean, that's the most important part of that john is sorry the well there's also symbol. the crash symbols like they work together but yeah, <laughs> but yeah check out our next podcast the intricacies of suspended symbols uh, and crash symbols working man together. that is such a pretentious like conductor thing to say <laughs> like you know technique matters for every single no it instrument. does i'm not i'm not saying it doesn't i just don't think people want to listen you're about it f- i think you're making fun of it i'm making fun of it because i don't think people you want know to hear i'm gonna start it. playing suspended symbol really badly and you just appreciate how how much technique goes into playing it well Maybe now, i, I so appreciate much. all of your percussion skills I just don't know if our audience wants to hear about 20 minutes well, of... why you're throwing stones at this time of year? This is supposed to be joyful. The symbols make it joyful. Yeah, well, that's too late for that. Well, let's ha- <laughs> let's hear- here's, let, uh, assuming that I can find online the arrangement we're talking well, about, you know, here's you a taste. Just, you could just use our version. That's we true. have many recordings. Of that's it. true. Here's, here's, here's a bit of, of uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, maybe even the waltz part. Okay, this is a, this is the big part. Now we're not picking restaurants because because um, they're packed this time of year. We're <laughs> closed. We're closed. Um, so we decided like favorite part of the holiday meal, and and I understand this is tough because holiday meals are usually amazing beginning to end. Um, and I think both of us actually not only went nostalgic but went mothers. So yeah, yeah. Why, why don't you go first sure. and then I'll, and I'll follow. up. Well, so when I think about the favorite part of my holiday meals, and I kind of did just holiday meals because it would be, there's a lot of overlap between that, Thanksgiving and Christmas true. meals. The menus, but there's no menu, Thanksgiving music, so it doesn't Right, fly right. Here. The menu seems to be similar. It does. Um, it does. But I always get nostalgic this time of year for the stuffing. Um, I enjoy the turkey, but I really uh, love my mom's uh, stuffing. Now, was your mom a, a pan stuffing or a, a up the bird's butt Bird stuffing. stuffing. Yeah. Bird stuffing. It's the only so, way you can do that's it. That's right. I'm so glad I answered correctly. Um, <laughs> I would have been nice. Yeah, but it, it's really, it was, it's the best. Anyway, it's the best. Yeah. So, and that's, I, I miss that the most this time of year. So, the, mine is, uh, so my mom makes, in my opinion, 
<laughs> Will she be listening to this? Are you getting points for this? I, I don't know. I hope so. She makes the best apple pie ah. ever. Like, nice. and, the, and the reason it's the best, I mean, you know, apples puts, are apples. Because she puts love in it? Well, of course. Apples, <laughs> <laughs> apples are apples, right? And, and, and most pie, apple pie interior recipes are the same. Right. The top, though. Ah. Is where the usually the pie is lost, I would say, <laughs> in most for most pies, and it's normally a similar. Crust. I would agree with that. So it's usually a similar crust to the bottom. It's like oh God, the yeah. same dough. You just roll up yeah. more, poke holes yeah. in it, throw it in the oven. My mom puts it's basically sugar. Like <laughs> I don't know what's. I in can't it. imagine why you don't why you love. I don't. This. I don't know exactly, but it's basically like right. brown sugar, cinnamon. It's a brown sugar like cinnamon crumble that I I can't. My mouth is watering thinking <laughs> about this pie. Um, so really, I, that's all she needs to get you for Christmas is the pie. Yeah. She's made it for my birthday before. That's how much I like this pie. That is some... She's made it, I think, some other time just to be nice. Children's like, baptism, yeah, come whatever. Come college, there'd be pie, and oh. I would just eat it all before I go. Um, <laughs> Take this with you. No, I got, no, I got, I got this. <laughs> yeah. I got this. There's no room in the car, but there's room in my stomach. That's stop. right. And I wouldn't do this with a piece of this apple pie, but I'm going to give the listeners a tip on pies to what to, to you use these pies for. You are being very generous this time of well, year. Well, it is the giving time of season. It is. So, we, my family, we make something called pie shakes. Really? Yes. And so, the way I would recommend doing this, because a lot of mothers or fathers, but mostly mothers, grandmothers, will get upset if you take a piece of their hard-toiled homemade pie and stick it into a blender. Um, <laughs> yes, I could see that. Although, it's, it's a worthy death for it, a piece well, sure. of pie. Yeah. But um, for this particular recipe, you could go to, like, Walmart and get up a pumpkin pie. So, like, pretty much any grocery store that has a made, don't have to cook it. Here, right. Pick yeah. it up from get, the bakery. Get the pie. Yeah. yeah. Take a slice of the pie, put it in a blender, put five or six scoops of vanilla ice cream in, a little bit of milk, turn it on. Wow. And just blend it up. That's got to be super rich. It's not as rich as you really? think. Because, I mean, and you can, you can control the richness. Well, that's right. You can control the, yes. Right. So if, you, if you're if a big pumpkin fan, put a bigger piece <laughs> in. If you're a more vanilla fan, just more ice more cream. More ice cream. Change up the ratio. Customizable. Yep. You can yeah. a little thicker and do it with a spoon. You can, it's, you, it'll blend well. Because it's pumpkin, basically pumpkin filling, it'll blend well enough that you can sip it through a straw. Like, wow. There is, it's a really easy dessert. But don't do that with your mom's apple pie. I would not recommend. No, no. I wouldn't Get do it the pie maker's pie. permission. Definitely, Before if you, it's a homemade pie, get the yes. pie maker. I, we could spend a whole other podcast talking about the family lore of pie shakes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely get permission or just bring a store-bought pie and make it. It's a really cool, like, I would say, we've done it for my in-laws before. It was just kind of a, like, hey, we'll yeah. bring dessert. We did this thing. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this is new and different. So, yeah. Um, that sounds fascinating. Yeah. So... That's my that's my recipe tip. Maybe we'll that's, add that to our Casey picks next next year. Well, that can be your thing because <laughs> I would have absolutely nothing to add to that. Um, um, so. so a few thank yous out of the way. Obviously, we want to thank Park University uh, for sponsoring mm-hmm. this episode. I think feel like we should take maybe a little extra time to thank everybody for listening. Absolutely, um, this has been a learning process for us. Yeah. We apparently are going to keep doing it. Uh, so no one's asked us the style. <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> uh, we'll get better. Um, and really, uh, we enjoy doing this, but we do this really in an effort to provide you content that you either at least find entertaining, <laughs> but at the least um, find useful and helpful. Um, <clears throat> and if there's things you want us to talk about, you know, 
Let us know that. And or if you want to donate to the Renaissance Symphony so we can afford a cough button. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> that, we don't have a cough ideal. button. That would be That would be great. Um, uh, so. And so uh, we certainly appreciate your support over the years, uh, over this year and as we continue. And I will just say quickly um, that uh, we are coming to the end of the fiscal year. Uh, December 31st is fast approaching. And uh, many people use this time to make year-end gifts. And so if you are looking for a 5013 that you would like to support and get your tax write-off in before the deadline of December 31st. Um, you can always uh, donate through our website. You can do it at 1159 on December 31st and you'll be good to go. That's right. And if you're like most people that haven't finished their holiday shopping and you're going to do all that shopping on Amazon, the North yep. End Symphony is on Amazon Smile. Um, so you can go through that. I mean, yeah. you can just search us out. You go to Amazon right there. Smile and yep. we get a percentage of what you purchase. I mean, you can just leave that selected for all of your Amazon purchases year-round. Exactly. Particularly um, this time of year. So um, uh, all of that is crucial to us uh, continuing doing our mission of providing free concerts. And in the new year, we'll have three fantastic concerts. Our chamber concert at the church. Um, our uh, final kind of classical concert and then our holiday pops or not holiday pops our summer pops see I've got holiday on the mind I I just can't get out of it but our summer pops which will be the music of Disney that's right exciting stuff to be sure Mm -hmm. Uh, like always please subscribe and rate us share us with your friends iTunes Google Play Stitcher or just make them listen to it that's right just turn us on turn us on when you're there during Christmas dinner (laughs) no 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 right on the table this will be a great holiday music it'll be a great conversation you can sign up for mailing lists email lists at northlandsymphony.org from us to you hope you guys have a wonderful holiday absolutely and a a wonderful start to the new year we will see you in 2018